Welcome to the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kessel. I'm an integrative health practitioner and certified brain rewiring coach. And on this podcast, I'm going to be diving deep into all things personal growth and development, brain rewiring, health and wellness, and spirituality. Welcome to another episode of the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. I'm really excited about my guest today. We're going to be diving deep into all the juicy topics like IBS and what really causes it. And I don't mean nutritional. I'm talking about all the other blocks that cause it, like your feminine energy and your energy, your mindset in general. So it's going to be a really interesting discussion. And I have Sarah Bradley here today. So I'm going to let Sarah quickly introduce herself so everyone can get a taste of what she's all about. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I am super excited to be here. But my name is Sarah B. And I'm a holistic health coach and energy healer. And I am super fucking passionate about this topic because I went through the same struggles of like IBS and then going deeper than just the nutrition supplements, all the basic info to going like into the nitty gritty of like your feminine energy, your chakras, like your mindset. And that really what ignited my passion to helping other feisty women like myself, like ditch their IBS, like ignite that feminine energy and get their confidence back. I love that. So would you call yourself like a feisty health coach or what's the word that you would describe yourself as? I would say a feisty feminine health coach. I think that embodies it all. That is amazing. I love that. And I haven't really talked about the masculine and feminine energy in depth on the show yet. So I think now is the perfect time to kind of introduce what that is. So how would you kind of describe what feminine energy is to you? Yeah. So with like the best way I like to think of this is like you have yin and yang, you have the sun and the moon, and then you have your masculine and feminine energy. And neither of them are like better than the other it's just more of like with how society is it is very much more towards the masculine so the way to think of the masculine energy is like very large logical analytical like you want to get shit done you have like three planners full of schedules like you're always on the go 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 and you want to like you want to hustle you want to bring that money in and everything and then On the flip side, though, is you also have your feminine, which is thankfully being more talked about now. And especially with everything that has gone on with the pandemic and all of that, we are able to tap into this more. So pretty much feminine energy is is resting, being in your body, feeling your intuition and being creative, like really getting touch with those aspects that we lose, especially as women, if we are going more into the corporate force, which can be very masculine, even in entrepreneurship, a lot of women take on that masculine energy, because that's what they feel like they need to get done, or what they see other people doing. But 
you can really have a successful business life relationships and everything by really dancing with the two. And I'm sure like a lot of your listeners are, is that they either have an inkling of like, oh, I need to work on this. Or like, they just flat out know, like, I need to rest more. I need permanent energy in my life. Like, this is the perfect time to really dive into it because we have the space and moving forward, we really can't survive always being in our masculine. And it's really time to be as successful as we want to be, be who we are authentically, but coming from a feminine standpoint. Yes, that is so on point. And I completely relate. When I first was starting my corporate job and like just my whole life, like college, high school, etc., I was so in my masculine. Like I literally like felt like so just uptight and rigid and like, I have to be on my schedule. I have to study for this amount of hours. Like I felt like I was just like a manly persona, but like in a feminine body. And until like, I learned all about feminine energy and like slowing down and resting, like everything changed. I mean, first of all, it's so much better. Like who wants to hustle all day? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then like with health too, like it helped my hormones, my gut health. And I know a lot of my clients and I'm sure my listeners struggle with the same thing because when you have these health issues, you're usually in your masculine and go, go, go. So is that something that you relate with too, with your health? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, even like this like around this time last year like if you looked up the definition of masculine energy you would see my face like I was like just like Michelle like high school college I was grinding I'm like I'll sleep when I'm dead mentality but it's like my digestion went to shit like pun fully intended where it was like I thought it was IBS every doctor was like oh it's just IBS take Miralax after every meal like the classic like bullshit, like remedies they give you. And it got to the point where it's like, I was rotating through the same five foods. I was so bloated. I was so unconfident. I didn't know who I was. I wasn't comfortable in my body. I wasn't comfortable having sex or anything like that. It was like, my life was taken over by this. And of course, with gut issues, like you do have to do the tangible things of like, all right, the supplements, the nutrition changes, lifestyle, because those are all super important. But to me, the root, the real root cause to a lot of illnesses that we face, like digestively, hormones, adrenals, is attached to some type of energetic imbalance. And a great example of this is if you struggle with IBS or any other gut issues, Um, the solar plexus, which is the chakra that is just below the ribs, um, is connected to those organs, but it's also connected to your power, your confidence, your self-esteem. So it's really no surprise that, um, um, the experience I had and the ones with my clients is that when you have these gut issues, you are not confident. You are not like your self-esteem isn't that great. And it's no surprise because those two are connected. And as you start not only healing your gut, but like 
doing the inner work, like releasing stored emotions, releasing past traumas, and rebalancing these chakras, you will find that physically you'll feel better, but you like, you'll start taking your power back, you'll start stepping into your authentic self, you'll be outspoken, you'll be authentic, you'll be confident. And it really is a beautiful thing. And sometimes it does hurt my heart, because a lot of people disregard this aspect. But I really feel like this is the most crucial part in healing, especially like, if you want to fully heal, like, no relapses, no co-infections, like you have to get into the nitty gritty here. Yeah, a hundred percent. I completely agree with everything you just said, because I mean, I was in this cycle too of just, oh no, it's what I'm eating. Oh no, it's a supplement I'm missing. And like, sure. I mean, at some point, like that's not enough because when you've tried it all and you are still having all these symptoms, yet you're so like unconfident and feel like low mentally, it's so much deeper than just like the external factors. And I think the reason a lot of people avoid it is because they don't want to look there. Like, I know I just didn't want to even look there because it's like opening up Pandora's box. Who knows what's going to come out? <laughs> like, who knows what limiting beliefs are stored under there? Well, yeah. And like, also like the thing too, is like, like the way I have my practice is we do the tangible, but we also do the energy healing at the same, because when you do the energy healing aspect and really start working on your feminine and you start receiving, not only will you start receiving like love, like for yourself or others or abundance, but like your body will start receiving the foods you are eating better it'll start receiving the supplements you are taking better. So a lot of times people get better results by doing them both at the same time, because they give their body space to integrate what is being taken in, release what doesn't serve them anymore. And because I mean, I, this is a huge mistake. Like I mean, the mistake in that I was doing the elimination diets, I was taking the supplements, but like, I was stressed out. I was frustrated when I would have a flare up. I just wanted to eat a damn burger. And like, it was no surprise. It took me longer to heal because it's like, I wasn't giving my body love. My body had no space to receive, to rest, to really integrate what was going on. So that's why, like, especially like if you have done the gamut with like the elimination diets, the supplement protocols, testing or whatever, and you're seeing no results, this is the area you should be looking at. Yep. That is so accurate. I love how you brought up that you're going to be receiving all the tangible things that you're doing because I know like how a lot of people feel during this phase is that they're doing it in like a poor intentionality. Like they're like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this instead of like, oh my God, I get to do this and really receiving in all the other quality stuff that they're doing. So I wanted to ask like, what are some tangible ways someone can receive or get into their feminine energy? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people kind of think um, feminine energy is the same as self-care in which there is like some like overlap with like things you can do, but being in your feminine is really getting into your body. So some great ways to do this is meditation, Pilates and yoga. Those are really forms of exercise where you get into your body, you have to focus on your breath. It isn't like just lifting weights and then throwing them on the ground kind of deal. 
um, being creative. And this can mean anything to you. This could be painting, singing, dancing. It's really letting like letting loose. Like there's no structure. There's no right or wrong. It's really about thinking about what you used to do as a kid and getting into that energy. Cause that's what feminine energy is like, is like, it's having fun. It's playing, it's dancing, singing, doing all those things. And also, um, orgasming is very important. And I know this can be triggering for a lot of women. This was very triggering for me because like, I wasn't very sexually open before until I really dove into this. And it's like our womb is like our powerhouse. Like that is where our sacral chakra is. That's where a lot of our creativity flows. And like the best way to give to yourself and to receive from yourself is having sex, having like doing masturbation and everything. And it really, it really is like a beautiful thing. And like, that is the ultimate way to surrender as well. Um, and then some other like things like you could call like self-care is like bubble baths are amazing for this. Um, or even if you're not into bubble baths, like, um, putting some essential oils in your shower, maybe getting some dried eucalyptus, throwing some rose petals, candles in there, like really making it like your own like sacred space. It's really, it's really a beautiful thing. And like, you really can't go wrong here as long as you're doing something that where you're receiving and you're resting and you're relaxing. Like those are the things that are really important to embody and have your intentions around because like you can go draw, but if you're drawing because you have to, that beats the whole point of it. Yes. Oh my God. That was like, perfectly said. And I totally agree that like when you're doing this stuff, you can't do it from the mindset of, oh, I have to do this because I have to get into my feminine energy. It's like just getting into it and enjoying the process. So what kind of advice would you give to someone who's like, yeah, that sounds great and all, but like, I'm really stuck in my masculine. I don't know how to transition. Yeah. So with that, it's, um, because I was there too, is it is uncomfortable. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like the process can be very uncomfortable, but like with any change or like ascending to your higher self, like you have to get uncomfortable to release what no longer serves you. So what you can start doing now, and it's very simple. Like you could just do this for two minutes. You can do it for 10, whatever suits your schedule is getting quiet and seeing what your thoughts are because awareness is huge if you want to make change because we can't change what we don't know what we don't see what we don't hear so there is no judgment here I remember doing this and the thoughts I would have like I would be worrying about like all these what ifs what people thought of me like things I did like 10 years ago like and once you have that awareness you can start piecing it all together and you can start seeing like okay, like I'm having all these things come up. How can I slowly start changing them kind of thing? And that's where like, I think looking at your schedule as a whole is like, even if you have to like put a time block in where it's like, this is me time. Like this is where I'm going to rest and receive or even some things that people don't think about receiving is like going out to eat or receiving. Like you don't have to cook. You don't have to do dishes. 
all you're doing is eating and then throwing out your takeout. You could go get a blowout. You would go get your nails done or even like meditating is receiving, um, listening to music is receiving. Like there's so many different ways to receive. It's just a matter of like your intention and not thinking of it as a have to, because if you already have that awareness of like, all right, like getting into my feminine energy sounds like really appealing. Like this really resonates. Then you're already on the right track. It's just a matter of being in that container with someone to like guide you through it, but also like being there for when things come up because like they will come up and you can absolutely work through them to release them. And then like, as more of the layers come off, like it'll get easier and easier. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the biggest block I noticed that people have is they'll be like, oh, but like I have work all day. So how can I be in my feminine while I'm working? You know, what would you say to someone who comes up to you with that same block? Yeah. So um, the my first thought is really thinking about your morning and evening routine here. Like, because that's how you can really set up your day. Because I know if I don't have like my morning routine where like I do some Pilates, a little bit of meditation. If I just go straight to working, like I easily get more overwhelmed. Like I don't feel like a hundred percent. So really looking at your morning and being like, okay, like when I have my coffee, like how can I make this a sacred experience? Like you can set intention with your coffee. You can be like, this coffee is going to fuel me for my day. It's going to fill every cell of my body with love, abundance, groundedness. And drink your coffee, like don't chug it. That's one way you streak to an IBS flare up if you have gut issues. Just sip it, go outside, feel the sun, um, put your feet on the ground. Or if you have a grounding mat, do that. Really just like setting the intention for how you want your, your day to go. And a really big thing that I like ingrain into like all of my clients is that you need to serve yourself first before you serve anyone else. Because you cannot, it's like the same thing as like, you can't love someone else unless you love yourself. It's like, it's that simple. So like by serving yourself and then as you go through your day, like at lunch, like go outside, don't eat at your desk, like have some good conversations or like just be in the quiet and that will help you decompress. Or even if you get overwhelmed, go to the bathroom, take some, a couple deep, deep belly breaths, like just relax calm your body down. And then when you get home, like, if especially like, I don't if you're married, or even if you have a roommate, a boyfriend, um, a partner, um, you can receive in the way of like, if they cook dinner, or like, they wash the dishes, and then making sure you have some type of nightly routine to decompress, like call your power back, ground yourself. So then as you sleep, that is how you can receive, relax, rejuvenate so then you can do it all over again the next day and of course like I can get really nitty-gritty and it's really about like is this job serving you because if you're doing all these things and you still freaking hate your job like that's where you're gonna have to make some hard decisions on like okay like do I cut my hours back like do I leave my job do I take the passion like do I take a leap of faith and do my passion do I travel which I know can be complicated right now but like those are all things that like we don't think about that can be affecting our health, affecting our energy, but really like get a solid morning and nightly routine 
And then if you start feeling overwhelmed, just go to the bathroom and start taking some deep belly breaths. Those would be the, I would say the three simplest things to do. Yep. I agree with all of that. I think that's like my same method is if I don't have a good morning routine, like a lunch break and like a nighttime routine, then it's done. Like I'm just overwhelmed and stressed for no reason other than I chose to be like, we're always deciding how we want our mood to go. So when you like have those little like core structures, but like in a flowy way where you still get to like be in receiving mode, it really sets the tone for everything. Absolutely. So when someone has IBS and like those other digestive flare-ups and you're working on like the feminine energy piece, do you find that people start experiencing like less of their flare-ups or how do the two coincide? Yeah. So really with digestion and what I've found with myself and other women is we often bottle up our emotions or like we don't say what we're thinking and we just hold it in and we often hold it in our gut. So like, that's why a lot of the times, like like the way we think, like the gut brain connection, it's like, like, for example, like when people say, oh, I have the nervous poops, it's like, they're so nervous. They're so stressed that their body's like, all right, we need to get this out because like, we're about to go into fight or flight, that kind of deal. So what the feminine, feminine energy can do is it gets you into that rest and digest state, which is a big thing. A lot of people skip out on, which can be often like the cause of their IBS. Because the big thing I see is like eating etiquette. Like we chug a whole bunch of water as we eat. We barely taste our food. We inhale it. And it's like, we don't appreciate the food that we have. And again, like kind of like with the water, how you can set intention with it. It's like, you can set intention with your food. Like take the time to sit down and enjoy your food and just think like this food is nurturing me. My digestion is amazing. Like it can digest anything and just like chewing enough, like 20 to 30 times, save the beverages to after your meal and really making it an experience. Because if you think about it, this is something that we take for granted because there are plenty of people out there who do not have food, who do not have water. And we're kind of stuck in this cycle of like, like I shouldn't have a lunch break. Like I should be working like that's bullshit. And so it's like starting off with really just like appreciating your food and just really like taking that feeling, that vibration of like being relaxed, being receiving can help just calm down the gut because oftentimes when we're freaking out, like we are clinching everything, like nothing's being let out, which like that could be a big thing with constipation is like, if you can't let a feeling go, you may not be able to physically let go. So it's like really like seeing like, okay, like when do like my IBS flare-ups happen? Like, is it happening just with meals or am I stressed out when I'm having this meal? Or am I overthinking something that happened a while ago that's having me have like a physical reaction? So I feel like I kind of got off on a ta- like tangent there, but like feminine energy can help you receive, which can help you better receive the food you're eating, the supplements you're taking, while also helping bring things to the surface, like those stored emotions, those stored traumas, things that you wish you said X amount of times ago, that can help bring those to the surface so that you have that awareness to change it and be like, 
that's actually not my truth. Like that's my mom's truth. Or like, I learned this from my best friend, but this doesn't resonate with me. Like that's the most powerful thing. And like, okay, like who am I? What do I like? What do I dislike? What is my truth? What isn't? And like, this can all happen as you are doing the energy side, but also getting all of those physical benefits. So it's like, it is such a beautiful experience. Like I'm just getting like so excited just thinking about it. And it's just like, they, they just help each other. Like, that's really what it is. It's like, they help each other get the same results. Yes. Perfectly said. I know. I love how you brought up like actually enjoying your food and enjoying what you're doing. Cause I feel like so many people nowadays are just like, I'm eating because I have to eat right now instead of like, oh my God, I get to eat this lovely nourishing meal. Like how good does it taste? And like enjoying the meal. Cause like food's fucking good. Like I want to taste it. I don't want to just like scarf it down. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I used to be like the queen of inhaling my food. Like it was ridiculous. Exactly. And when you're like in that stressed out, I have to eat state, like, of course, you're not going to digest your food and you're going to have a flare up. You're going to be bloated, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be comfortable because it's just like you have that energy in you and then you're bringing all this food in that like you may necessarily not have wanted to eat it or have liked, And like your body responds to everything you say, everything you think, how you feel, and really like being conscious of like, okay, like what is my intention behind this? Like, do I actually want to do it or not? And having those boundaries is really important when healing because a lot of things will come up. And as you stick to your boundaries, it will also give people the chance to stick to their own. So it's like, you can, you can become your own leader. Exactly. Yeah. And I love what you just mentioned before about like when you're having all these thoughts spiral in your head, asking whose thoughts are those? Because I think that so many of us have thoughts of other people's that we take on as our own, but really we're like, wait, that doesn't resonate with me. I just heard someone say it and like thought it to be my own truth. And like when you kind of unravel all of that, you realize that so much of what's in your head isn't what you actually believe. And it's like such a release and like you're physically and emotionally releasing all of that shit. That's just like clogging your mind and body. Yeah, literally. And I think also the thing too with women is like, like, especially if you're born vaginally, like we get our microbiome from the bacteria in the vaginal canal. And also energetically, if your mom has had trauma or things that she hasn't worked through, that gets passed on to the daughter. So this is a really powerful experience in that like you can heal ancestral wounds and also give people permission in your family to do the same as they see you do the inner work and take the initiative. But also too, like if you want to have kids one day, like if you do this work for yourself, those traumas, scarcities, limiting beliefs won't be passed down like you can make a like a stop to that cycle. And that's very powerful. In the sense of like, of course, you're doing this for yourself. Like that's the most important thing. But like, you're not the only one who benefits from it. Yes, I love that you brought that up. I mean, I don't know if this is accurate. But I read somewhere that you're like healing seven lineages down when you like heal or stop a pattern. Don't know if that's like, accurate, but sounds nice. So I'll take it. 
Yeah, I would say that sounds solid. And it's just like really like the intention of doing it for yourself and like not doing it for anyone else because then that can get really sticky and like seeking outside validation and everything where like this journey is really about you and really doing your own thing, like stepping into your own power and people seeing you lead by example will then give them permission to do the same and like get curious about like, how did she do that? Like, oh my God, I remember she used to be like this in high school and now look at her now. Like that may like instigate them to be like, hey, like I want to feel that way too. And just with how things are so heightened collectively, it's like, as you work on yourself, it will help like raise the vibration of everyone. So it's like, again, like, like the way you can serve like the world or like your loved ones is by serving yourself. Yep, absolutely. I think like one of my favorite mottos is heal yourself and heal others because you can't just expect everything else in the world to change if you don't look at yourself and how you're acting and showing up in the world first. Exactly, exactly. So I wanted to ask you about how you use Reiki and energy healing when working through these blocks. Yeah, so I, of course, do like, you can just book in for a session, but with my client containers, it's really a balance of the two. So it's like going into like the tangible nutrition, but also like start digging deeper and like start like getting into a cycle of like, sending energy and receiving it because how I like describe it to my clients if like they've never received energy healing before it's like that is 30 minutes of you time like you lay down maybe light some candles get some like relaxing music on and just receive as I send the energy to you and like a lot of the experience you can have is like you can get really warm you can get cool you can have shivers or get all tingly um feel like some vibrations or you may not feel anything at all. Like everyone is very different, but what energy healing can do is it can see what's going on in the energy body. So like, okay, how are the chakras looking like, oh, their solar plexus seems a little bit like unbalanced. Like let's send some love that way. And I incorporate intuitive guidance because like, I will just get these hits of like, this person needs this affirmation. This person needs this essential oil blend. This person just needs to hear this, especially if they give me an intention. It can kind of help explain the feelings that they're having or the discomforts that they're having. But digestively, it's like really relaxing and laying down and like doing that deep belly breathing can just help them get into that parasympathetic state so that they just feel more relaxed, which then will calm down the digestion. It will help them digest the food. It'll help them receive like their supplements or whatever. And it really just helps them understand what it means to feel into their body and not have their mind constantly going. Like when I was first doing this, like my mind wouldn't shut off. Now it's like, when I get into that state, it's like, it's clear. And I'm not judging myself for what comes through because again, it's like, um, I really recommend the the book Untethered Soul. Like this book, like just shifted so much for me, but it's like to change your perspective on this is like the voice in your head is not you talking. It is you listening. So it's like, I like to think of it in my head as like, okay, my highest self is on this throne 
in my head, like she's my consciousness. And like, she is just seeing the thoughts that come in. And the only way you can give your thoughts power is by paying attention to them. So you can just be like, nope, I don't resonate with that. Like, this is what I believe in. And then also like if a thought keeps coming up being like, okay, what's the deeper issue. And that's how energy healing can help is because energy healing can bring these things to the surface and it may not be right away. A lot of my clients, it takes like maybe two or three days. And then they're like, oh shit, Sarah was right. Like, this is what she was talking about. So as you do the tangible things, the energetic part helps you receive it better, but it also helps bring up stuff that medication can't take away. Yeah. And the untethered soul is also one of my favorites, but that is so, so true. I mean, I love receiving energy healing, just like you said. Number one, just the act of having that moment of stillness for yourself is like a rare thing to have. And then Mm -hmm. also just like getting rid of all that emotional and energetic gunk that's been keeping you stuck. Like there's really no other way to kind of clear it unless you have those proper tools. So when you're doing energy healing on clients and whatnot, where do you find people have kind of like the biggest energetic blocks? Yeah. So, I mean, right away, it's the root, the solar plexus, um, the throat, and I would say the sacral because those all kind of coincide with each other in like, like, especially with the throat, it's like, if you're not speaking your truth and you feel like there's a lump in your throat, like you are holding stuff in that like needs to be released. And it's like, I'm not saying like, oh, like you go like be super bitchy or you like when you're in an argument and you like lash out and it's like, no, it's more of like speaking your truth from a loving way and like, like having boundaries or like, say your mom does something that like, doesn't feel right with you and just being like, hey mom, like, that didn't feel good to me. Like, can you please like not do that? And like, in a very loving way. And then of course, the solar plexus, again, connected to the like the digestive organs, like the confidence. And then with the sacral, like, that's very much connected to our womb, and like, our reproductive organs, and our creativity, our passion, our sexuality, and that can often be unbalanced, just by the fact of like, not feeling confident, like not feeling sexual in your body, not feeling comfortable in your own skin. And then the most important chakra of all is the root. Like this is what is like grounds us to mother earth, like grounds us to this experience. And when that one's often like unbalanced, it's like, this is when overthinking can start happening. This is like second guessing yourself, like the what ifs kind of thing. And like thinking physically, like it all makes sense and it connects to like anxiety, depression, like this overwhelming feeling of like doom. And then like physically showing up as like these ups and downs with your digestive system, like exhaustion and everything, because it really is exhausting being in a low vibrational energy. So those are the common ones I see. And often those are the ones that clients are like, can you work on these areas? And I mean, energy healing is the best way, but also like when you're in a session, like the suggestions on like grounding or affirmations, like those can be really tailored to you as well. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Like when you kind of hear that little bit of guidance, it kind of gives you that 
glimpse of, okay, someone else gets me, someone else sees me, and I know that I'll be okay. And I think that's like one of the most beautiful parts of receiving energy healing is like having that feeling of like being seen and understood and where you're feeling like blocked. Exactly, exactly. Because you really aren't on this journey alone. Like there are so many other women, men out there who are going through a similar experience. And I think the most important thing is talking about it. And like, but also like, receiving help, like receiving help, because you are worth it. Like you are nothing without your health, you are nothing without your energy. And it's really like, especially if you've been dealing with chronic symptoms for so long, it's like, how long do you want to live like that? Like, how long do you want to be like spending X amount of money a month on these supplements that are just a band-aid for your symptoms. Like yeah. it's really thinking about how do you want to live your life? And then how do you want future generations to live their life? Absolutely. And that also boils down to like feminine energy, because if you can't receive help, how can you expect to receive health, money, finance, like relationships, everything Like we kind of have to start by being able to receive support from someone else. And that has been like a game changer, I think, in both of our journeys is just like being open and willing to receive help and guidance from others so that we can like become the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, the biggest thing I like to say about it is like they take the bullshit out of healing. Like they've been through all of the elimination diets, all of the supplements, they have done all the research. So you don't have to, and it's kind of like, and the best thing is like being in that type of container is it's tailored to you. It's not like going to a doctor's visit where you're in there for 20 minutes. They like nod their head as if they're listening, like, no, it's really about having this one-on-one connection and really helping you with where you're at and like tailoring things to suit your lifestyle, your needs, your body and everything. Because I mean, consistency is key. And it's really, it's just really important to have high value for yourself, because you're here for a reason. And like, you deserve to have it all, you deserve to have the love, the health, the abundance, the life, your goals and everything. It's just a matter of you seeing that for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you kind of like compared that to just going to a doctor and like them not really listening versus having like a coach and someone that truly listens and is like holding your hand and supporting you every step of the way because they've been in your shoes or they have like the experience to be able to guide you there. So what do you think is kind of like the biggest piece of advice you could give to someone who's starting on like their IBS journey? Is definitely to have patience with yourself and really being in a space for yourself of not judging, like receiving and everything. Because if you're coming from a place of why aren't I healed yet? Like I spent 50 bucks on this supplement. Why aren't I cured? Like that's not the intention to have. It's really about like, okay, like I'm tired of feeling this way. I know that I can feel a thousand percent better because I see so-and-so doing the same damn thing I want to do. And just having that value in yourself and that like, okay, I am taking my power back. 
I am in charge of my own life. I create my own reality and that like, I need to seek help. And this can be in any form that suits you, that resonates with you, but like really start advocating for yourself and doing the deeper work and finding someone who can help you through that process because it really is a delicate thing because who knows what could come up and it's really hard to deal with things that come up when we're on our own because it's a lot easier just to be like oh I dealt with that I'll just change it to a positive it'll be okay like no you have to bring it up release any emotions that are attached to it forgive yourself forgive the other person that situation and then start doing the brain rewiring around it and that is what like I do, Michelle does, a lot of other people in our community do because this work is so important. And then as you do that work, you of course get the tangible information. But again, I feel like I'm on a tangent. It's you have to advocate for yourself because you are worth it. You deserve to have everything you want. It's just a matter of, again, you need to see it for yourself and you need to want to do it for yourself and no one else. Yes. Oh my God. I'm like fist pumping because that was like a golden little speech right there. And I feel like there were so many good nuggets, but I really want to emphasize the fact of like, you need to choose yourself and really decide that this is the next step you want to take. Because when you're like having all these symptoms, but just like sitting back waiting for them to go away and like masking them with like changing your food and like buying a new supplement, it's like, we have to kind of like go deeper and like poke at you to like realize like, okay, let's dig deeper and see what's really going on here and do a full holistic approach to healing, not just one side of things, which I think is something that a lot of people miss. And that something that like both Sarah and I really emphasize is just like holistic, meaning like the mind, the body and the soul. Exactly. Because you are a full person and there's so many things to you, like your work life, your sex life, your relationships, your family, friends, all of that, like those all correspond to you healing. Like you're not just a collection of symptoms. You're not just your gut health. Like there are so many facets of you so that you have to be, you have to heal on all of those facets. Yep, exactly. And I think that is something that so many people overlook. They just think like, oh, I'm bloated or I'm constipated. Like, what is the pill that's going to fix it? Instead Mm -hmm. of like, no, you are connected in all these ways. So let's look at everything. Exactly. Exactly. You couldn't have said it better myself. Awesome. Well, I think that this has been a really, really powerful conversation that I know so many women need to hear and we'll get a lot of tangible tips from. So before we finish off, where can everyone find you and connect with you further? Absolutely. So the best way to connect with me is on Instagram and my handle is Sarah B Wellness. My DMs are always opened and If you are looking to book an energy healing session, you can just head to the link in my bio or again, like just DM me. I am more than like happy to help you out. And I just started a new series on my Instagram called IBS bullshit. So it's like, I'm taking 
a lot of things that you've heard in the IBS community, supplements, diets, things doctors may have said that are actually bullshit and aren't helping you heal. So that's going to get very juicy. And I recommend you all check it out. Awesome. I love that. I feel like everyone needs to hear the bullshit side of things because (laughs) there's so much data out there that's like, eh, and not true. So I'm really glad that you're going to be calling all of that out. And I'm excited to check it out for myself. Awesome. So like I said, I think this is such a powerful conversation that so many people need to hear. And I'm so grateful that you were able to come on here and share your truth and your message to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I am incredibly grateful. And I hope your listeners are able to take pieces away that resonate with them and that they can start seeking their own adventure in the healing. Yes, I really wish that for everyone as well. So thank you everyone for listening and I will see you on the next episode.